And we're back on Lauer After Hours. Tonight, we have none other than Connor Onion. Thanks, guys. I didn't know which pronunciation you guys were going to use. How do you pronounce it? Well, I, I go onion, but after Michelle Beadle's pronunciation of onion, uh, that's that's what everybody's calling me lately. So yeah, whatever you want to call me, I'm good with. Honestly, onion is pretty, pretty freaking cool, man. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think you got to lean into it a little bit there. Yeah, the the French onion piece of it. I mean, you can go the dip route. You can go, yeah, you can go the soup route. There's there's a lot with the onion pronunciation that I think plays. Do you yeah. do you work with anybody named Herb or any any other foods? I my my lifelong dream. You know, some people have a lifelong dream of like calling the World Series or calling the Super Bowl. Mine is to just compile an all vegetable broadcast team. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. I haven't worked with another vegetable or a spice or another okay. food, okay. but uh, I'm hoping that's coming at some point. Maybe Herb Street? Herb Street. But he's okay. just, I can't call him Herbie, just Herb. He's Kirk yeah. Herb the night mm-hmm. we work together. Can, can it be first names too? It's like you find a rosemary? Yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah, and you know, you know a lot of rosemaries? I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't think I know a single rosemary. Do you guys? No, but we could find mm-hmm. one. Yeah, we got, actually, a lot, we got a lot of proof. That's what Craigslist is for. Okay. Right? Okay. I'll yeah. get on that. <laughs> yeah. So, but we're, you know, we're glad to have you here. Um, you know, we're a podcast that likes to have funion. Okay. With some funions. Hey, all right. Yeah. So, you know, just uh, so, that's literally the only thing I've thought about saying today. So, uh, so we're, we're, we're running wild from here on out. And Beep is like, we're in the middle of his intro still. So, Beep, if you want to finish what's going on here. Was, was, was that intentional, the wild part, the wild onion? Yes. There's there's going to be so many onion puns in this. You, we're you, going to peel back a lot of layers here. Mm-hmm, oh. mm-hmm. You know we're we're uh we're going to try to keep it together too, not get too teary eyed. Okay, I'm already feeling it a little bit. Eyes are starting to sting. For lots of jokes. <clears throat> for five for five. Mm-hmm. This is going to be sweet. Mm-hmm. Six, six. Now, now, are you just real quick off the back? Are you a raw dog guy or a whole grilled kind of guy? Are you a whole grilled onion or a raw dog onion? Like, what are we talking about here? What about Palubin? Mm-hmm. I, so it's it's funny. I, I grew up with this name and don't actually like onions. Um, I I like I, I will amend that. I like blooming onions. If I go to Outback, I love blooming onions, uh, but it's fried. But like onions on a salad, no good. Um, onions as a topping, not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm a whole grilled guy myself. At the little at the in and out, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Get, you, you don't you don't get the regular raw onion. You don't get the chopped no whole grilled onion. That's the way to go if you want onion. But you know, neither here nor there. How's it going, Connor? How you how's how's the? Are you ready? Are you excited for the season? Are you excited to call some games coming up here? You just told, you were talking to us a little bit about calling some high school football. How's that been lately? Yeah, good. We had our um, our kickoff weekends this weekend, so we were down in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Um, and did a couple of high school games there and yeah, good to, good to have football back. I know everybody's excited about college, but, um, yeah, I got to see, I know you're a, you're a Southern California guy. So we saw a couple mm-hmm. of USC Trojans, 
Uh, Malachi Nelson, who should, uh, I think at some point he'll probably compete with Caleb Williams as the USC quarterback. We got to call his game. So um, that was cool. pretty exciting. Yeah. The, you know, good, good lineage of quarterbacks that go through there. Shout out to our friend, Los Jiv, a uh, USC alum who's typically on this podcast from time to time. He would be happy to hear that, you know, there's some good recruits you're, you're scouting out there for him. Yeah. So for those that, that don't know, Connor uh, does play by play for the big 10 network and ESPN. Okay. Kind of a big deal. All right. You, you recently featured on the Levitard show. I wanted to ask you uh, speaking of that, and that's kind of how, you know, you came across our paths here. They, they spent a lot of time, you know, talking about onion, our good friend right here now. Um, who was the first person to reach out to you and say, have you heard this? <laughs> so it, it was funny. Um, I forget exactly what time it was, but at some point middle of the day, um, I think that was a Monday or Tuesday, uh, somebody responded to an old tweet of mine and just tagged Michelle Beadle and said, apologize. That was it. <laughs> um, so I was like, that's, that's kind of weird. I looked at it and I was like, maybe it's just like a bot, um, some random person, but then like 10 or 15 other people followed me I was like, okay, something's up. So I clicked on Michelle's Twitter, saw that she was on the show, uh, ended up listening to the show. And then I heard that segment and I was like, <laughs> why did they just spend 10 minutes talking about me? <laughs> uh, so it, it came as a surprise. You know, I, I have several friends that listen to the show and um, eventually after I kind of made that discovery, they're like, did you hear this? Did you hear this? Like, this was hilarious. Um, and I actually had uh, a couple of people say um, that that they were ready to like tweet at the Levitard show, like lay off our guy. Like you're being mean to him. Like, no. Uh, yes. This, this we are very, cool. you have a little uh, onion culture there, huh? A little onion yeah. cult following you there, huh? I, yeah, I, I, we, we love a good cult roasting. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah. Um, so no, I, I was like, guys, it's, it's, it's just a bit. They're having fun. That's kind of how the show goes. Don't worry about it. Uh, it's, it's all in jest. So um, when, when Michelle Beadle says your name, you listen, that's, that's all that matters. That's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. And I grew you up, shut up and you listen, yeah. go, you, you go, Michelle, I'm sorry. Have the floor. Yeah. I mean, sports nation was my jam back in the day. So, uh, wasn't it when they had Max and Marcellus on there? It was real humming with the three of them. I, I could not agree more. So Schweitz had a, a question for you here, and we're going to transition to our good friend. Schweitz, raise your hand so he knows which one you are. That's me. There we go. Up, up okay, in Canada. Schweitz, you're up. you're up next here. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, uh, as you travel around for your job, what is, where is your favorite place to work? Like, what are your favorite stadiums? Who has the best setups? Uh Best places to travel to from a logistics standpoint, you know, hotels, airports. The what, what's house. the best? <laughs> I I haven't been to the big house to work yet. I've I've been to the big house for a tailgate and then half of a game. Friends made me leave at halftime. Uh, it's that's a sports sin, I think. Um, but I did what the Michigan grad said. Um, at this point, I would probably say Cincinnati. I, I did their first two games last year. And of course, they went to the college football playoff and they were all fired up coming off their bowl, their bowl game um, where they played Georgia. Um, I think they were number eight in the country at that point. So they had, you know, at that point, a decent shot if they ran the table to go to the college football playoff. But 
they had 40, 45,000 people in there. It was sold out. Um, but eventual NFL quarterback, Desmond Ritter. So I think all those things coming together and it being my first assignment for ESPN uh, made that one probably the most memorable day that I've worked in my career to this point. Um, and then, oh, Desmond, Desmond Ritter threw a touchdown in the second play of the game for like 80 yards. So, so let's be clear. It's not because of Cincinnati. It's just because it was your first day working and that was, okay, cool. So it's still the big house once you get there, just to be clear. Continue, pal. My bad, bro. It will no problem. be. The bouse, yeah. Uh, real quick, Beef had a follow-up here on, on, on this. So apart from the the big traditions in college football, you know, War Eagle, the Virginia Tech with Enter Sandman, what's your favorite college football tradition? Okay, so I'm going to, this is going to sound like I'm pandering based off that big house talk, um, but Mr. Brightside at the big house, Ooh. Uh, that, that is actually the song that I sing when I karaoke with my friends. Connor, Connor, I just, I recently sang that at karaoke two months ago myself. Uh, what? How how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 27. 27. Okay, a little a little young there, kid. Okay, you're, you're, I was gonna bring up a MySpace question here because I, I know MySpace. I know okay, my that was everybody's original profile song for MySpace. Mr. Brightside, MySpace, bolted at the same time. Oh yeah, went hand in hand. I don't. That's just two uh, Americas. Can't I can't think about Mr. Brightside without thinking <laughs> about MySpace, and I can't think about MySpace without thinking about Mr. Brightside. Fantastic karaoke song. I'm sure you killed it. You're right. Post post MySpace America is worse than current America. I I think uh, you could have the song on your profile. You could have the backgrounds. The one issue was top friends that always caused mm, always. Always. You didn't, always you didn't have issue. any friends. What's that? You didn't have any friends. I mean, I had people in my top. Oh, friends. it was just never, me. It was never reciprocated. <laughs> Oh man, beep. I mean, I beep Schweitz. That was, yeah, Schweitz. That's kind of how it went. I, well, just in the sake of not hurting anybody's feelings, I was going to say, like, if you want to give us like a top five places you've been that you'd like to call games, you know, um, they will be ranked, obviously. But hey, there's five in there that it's like, okay. And you want to, you want to sprinkle a little outside looking in by all means. So if you have a top five off the top of your head, not just Cincinnati, so, let's yeah. go outside looking in. That's, that's a good one. Um, I love going to Madison. Um, I love I love doing Wisconsin games. Um, uh, the cheesy uh, city, as they say. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Old cheddar and onion. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like to have fun in here. We're going to keep saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Madison's up there. I'll go to, I'll actually go to uh, Minneapolis for the first time um, here coming up. So, I've heard that that's a great place to call a game. Uh, I heard the the fans are awesome. The Minnesota nice thing um, is something you got to experience. Depends Uh, what month. Yeah, that's true. That's fortunately September. So then you're good. It's uh, it's awful. I mean, I'm in Canada and they get much worse weather than we do. Yeah. Yeah. Let me actually let me take that back. So I called a, a hockey game outside up there. And this is a, a lesser known place, but Mankato, Minnesota. I uh, did an outdoor kind of a winter classic style college hockey game uh, for Bally Sports up there last winter. And that's that's not the big house. That's not, you know, Camp Randall or one of those places. But they put 10,000 people at an outdoor football stadium and uh, we played through the snow and stuff. 
So I think that comes in at number three. I'd go Cincinnati, Madison, that one. Uh, mm -hmm. Number four would be Kinnick Stadium at Iowa. Okay. College football. And then I got to think about number five. I, I feel mm -hmm. like I'm going to slight somebody just, just for the sake of just for the sake of maybe my ball state friends, I'll throw into school, my ball state friends that are listening. I'm going to say mm -hmm. stadium, which is ball States football stadium. Muncie, okay. Indiana stand up. Muncie, Indiana. Definitely. Definitely stand up. Now, you know, we've been talking a lot of football here and my good friend beep, you know, being the, the high scale producer that he is showed us that we have a Connor onion, 2013 recruiting profile here okay <laughs> we look like we look like somebody's getting ready to hear you know dust uh or <laughs> with the chooch here getting ready to launch the onion as they say in football right that's the that's the correct term yeah. i believe yep. uh we got six, the onion. Yep. six one 185 pounds okay Prime, just a straight athlete that's that's the primary position right there secondary position safety okay for a 440 all right. Is that what we got there for the 5105 shuttle? Okay. We got a bench press of 205. Nice. I'm doing something similar myself. And a 365 bench squat. Look at you, Mr. Onion. Hell yeah. A little clang and bang action there, as they say, right? Yeah. I mean, the the six one total roster height. I am not six one. Same. My license is your the voice same sounds way, my friend. <laughs> yeah, your voice does sound six one. You do you do have the voice of a of a man that's six foot and higher. I'll, I'll take that. We'll take that. That's mm -hmm. why I'm sitting down. So you can't see that I'm short. I, I definitely rounded up, but that was a huge proud uh, pride point that they listed me in the game program as taller than six feet. But really it's like, we're getting real specific. My last physical probably said I'm like five, 10, three and a quarter, five, 11, mm -hmm. something like that. But yeah, wasn't, wasn't on the college scouts radar with that. Uh, I think it was like six touchdowns, 11 picks, bad ratio. Mm, what does it feel like throwing an interception in like a, you know, because, you know, you could throw one here and there when you're on the on the pitch or, you know, in the park, as they say. But when you're in a high stakes game, I'm sure it's, it's got to, you know, not to bring you back to those, not to bring you back trauma or anything. Like, I'm not trying to trigger anything for you, but, you know, I just I'm curious. What's it like throwing, a, a, you know, a pick six, for, for example? Feels worse than Mike Ryan calling you insecure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You On know, the dart show to a national audience. Mm, Worse mm. than well, that. You, well, you can always just look at the, you know, the Paul Feinbaum video of Mike Ryan, you know, and in that, in that you have peace in that knowing that you didn't do that on, you know, it, to a national audience. Right. So that's, that's true. I, I had no control over where that conversation went. So I, mm. I did have control over throwing interceptions. Um, so mm. yeah, uh, not good. Not good, but that's the best way I can sum it up. Okay, well, I'm glad that you have this athletic background here and you're listed as an athlete. Uh, what I want to know is if there's, is there anybody, any broadcaster out there, okay, that you think you could absolutely light up in an Oklahoma drill? <laughs> like, awesome like her, like, you know, Herbie's, you know, talk, talk, quite frankly, with all due respect, Herbie's talking a little bit of shit, okay? And, you know, it's like, okay, there's only one way to settle this as boys, you know what I'm saying? And you guys just put the pads on, you know, you who can you just up. slice and dice? Yeah. Lee mm -hmm. Corso. Who are you running through? 
Gosh. <laughs> no, I mean, they got to be under 35, bro. You just can't be picking people over 35. I'm just saying, He's everyone absolutely corso. L seems like triple of that. Okay, take Lou Holtz. <laughs> yeah, see, no, no. All right. Uh, no, here, here's a better question. If you had to pick a mascot uniform to do the Oklahoma drill in against them, mm. what mascot uniform would you pick? Oh. And who could you beat in the mascot uniform who you feel that they would pick? Oh, shoot. Um, Brutus, lead with your head. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so does the, if I said the USC Trojan, does the horse come with it? Ooh, no, it's just, it's just the, like the Trojan get up. Okay. But the, but the Trojan's always on the horse. I feel like that should be a package deal. Well, what's going to happen is like the, 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 the horse is going to somehow buckle and he's going to fall off. And that, that's when that guy's going to have to start the, the Oklahoma I mean, drill. Yeah. Sparty. Okay. Or, uh, Real the horse quick. is liability. We can't Real clear a horse with the lawyers. Sparty or Pete? Reese Davis has black tape underneath his eyes and he's looking you square in the face. Are you lighting Reese Davis up in an Oklahoma drill? I I feel like he's such a smooth talker that mm. he would talk trash to me and I would lose that. Don't don't sell your don't sell your voice short on on being a smooth talker yourself there, Mr. Onion. You so so but I don't know. I think you know, if this gets back to him, we got your back, okay? If 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 this gets back to Reese Davis, he can reach out to us, come on the pod free of charge, okay? And he can have it out here. We would ha- we'd be more than happy to have him. Speaking of which, do you do you know Reese? Can you get him for us? And we'll we'll talk. We'll have your people um, talk to our people. Real quick, we have a, a question here from Jeanette who wasn't able to join us tonight. She wants to know, you know, since you've called men's gymnastics. Uh, can you tell the different maneuvers apart? That is the, uh, that's or, the, that's the, <laughs> well, sorry. she wants to know if you can tell them apart or if you really can't tell the difference and you just trust that the move was done like she does. <laughs> that's, that's what I trust my analysts to do. That's the beauty of calling gymnastics is it's, uh, here's Connor Onion on the bar on the high bar or on the pommel horse. And then I shut up, let the routine happen, say their score, tell a story about them. And then we move on to the next event. What's your favorite filler word though, to use during that? Like, cause, cause I have noticed this actually with, with broadcasters that call gymnastics, they probably, it's probably a similar thing where they have analysts in their ear or just, they, you know, they want to just kind of see what's happening real quiet. And they just drop a real quick. Wow. Did you see that? So do you have like a, a go-to like filler phrase that you like to use in those situations? It's in, incredible. If, if I, if, if I notice that my analyst is impressed, I have noticed, that's funny you asked that. Uh, I have noticed that uh, I'll see like my analyst smiling or like leaning forward in their chair uh, over the routine and just be like magnificent. And, and kind of say it softly over the routine. Yes, <laughs> so. yes, that's exactly how it goes. My God, <laughs> my goodness, she did it. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like Vern Lundquist, but just Vern Lundquist calling gymnastics. Awesome, awesome. No doubt, no doubt. Hey, I had one more quick question about the uniform or the uh, mascot thing. Is the MSU dude and the USA USC dude the same person, bro? And they just mm-hmm. run a game on us. Are the Trojan horse and the Sparty the same dude, or the Trojan man and Sparty the same guy? I know they're not. They're not the same. They are not the same. They're dressed a little bit similar, but Sparta is like a specific type of like it's more. It's more centralized Greek city state. 
Whereas yeah, he's gonna kick you in the chest. I'm talking about their faces, bro. Do they have the same face? <laughs> you know what? Are are you saying all white mascots look alike? Particularly those two warrior type dudes, bro. You know what I mean? Like that's just what I'm asking. You not everybody brought it up. You brought up USC, then you brought it. Now I'm thinking about it. It's kind of looking like the Spider-Man meme. So I'm asking the expert. Are they kind of twinsies? I'm I'm not gonna say this is why they're joining the Big Ten, but I mean it makes game days a lot easier if they can both be in the Midwest on a Saturday football day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two Greek city states, Tupac. No, there we no. go. So you know what they are? They do look the same because they're both Greek. So yeah, to answer your question, Stupak, yes. You know what? Yes. What do you okay. say? Yeah. <laughs> so Connor, as a uh, as a broadcaster, are you more scared of calling an athlete by the wrong name, losing your game notes, or saying a curse word over the air? Definitely the curse word. Definitely the curse word. Uh, the saying the wrong name, especially in the world of doing events from a studio sometimes now, uh, like, like 2020, 2021, I'd say 75% of the events I did were from the studio. And, uh, you know, that, that happens, I'd say every third game where, you know, there's a fuzzy camera angle and you can't quite make out who it is. Um, the losing, the losing the game notes, that's a very close second, but yeah, I mean, if your, your career could be over, if you curse on the air, um, you know, we've, how we've, close have you come to saying anything on the air that you regret? Ooh, there, there were, a, there were a couple of close times during, uh, my time calling minor league baseball. I did five years of minor league baseball and I, I wouldn't say it was something where I, like I was going to say the F word because something surprising happened but it was because we had a double header and the game lasted 10 hours or, or the two games lasted 10 hours. And it's just like, this game is finally effing over. <laughs> <laughs> or was it like a, a Vin Scully hot shot hit foul? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I didn't have any of those. Um, Vin, Vin so smooth that he probably did that on purpose. Um, but no, I don't. I don't think I've been that close. I, I hosted and produced a show in college, and uh, I got kicked off the air for one show for playing uh, an Eminem bump that referenced drugs. So that's not something that I said, but uh, it was something that I don't think our station manager liked uh, and thought that the FCC was going to come find us. But um, I, I can't think of one specifically where I almost cursed. See, now this is what I was going to ask you too, though. Now, with considering all the music they play nowadays and what they have the bands and everybody dance to, and considering their grandparents out here smoking weed, listening to the little baby or the baby and singing, baby. So, is mm-hmm. the stigmatizer around a little slip up or the cussing? Should it really be that bad if you didn't like say a slur or disrespect nobody? If you accidentally mess around and said the S word or even the F word, like, should it really be that big of a deal? Consider what they playing in the stadium and what everybody listening to nowadays and the status of the culture. Like they got kids out here cussing on TikTok. You watch TikTok? <laughs> yeah, I watch TikTok. <laughs> I'm, I'm on TikTok. TikTok. I'm, oh, you are. You want to put, you want to plug your TikTok handle? I mean, that's, that's the great thing about having the last name onion is uh, mm-hmm. I, I've got, 
I've got Soul Run on all at Connor Onion accounts on every social media. Beautiful. Uh, I was no doubt. No I, on, doubt. on Instagram, I was at Young Conzi for a little bit. Ooh, Young Conzi. Okay. Uh, some people pressured me to to bring that back, but yeah, absolutely. Man, that only haters, only the haters around you was telling you to bring that back, bro. Young Conzi was the dying. All you needed was your dark shades on, man. Hey, mm-hmm. ain't no temperature on TV, baby. Mm-hmm. That's right. Young Conzi sounds like Stugatz back in the day. Like like <laughs> pulling cons and whatnot. <laughs> hey, but for real though, for real. So shouldn't the little cussing thing that shouldn't be a big deal considering what they do in stadiums nowadays, right? And like considering the climate of everything now, bro, like a little profanity shouldn't end your career. A little slip up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope you're not preempting this happening like this weekend or something. Uh, so no, bro. No, no, not to you. No doubt. You perfect. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we can we can roll the tape and uh, I, I'll say, yeah, yeah. A little swearing's all right. Uh, that's great. Um, I I don't know. Um, the, the, just the way I came up in it, that's like the first thing you're taught in journalism class or when you're going on air is don't do that. So until my bosses tell me that I can do that, I'm not going to do it. But no, I'm not saying a blatant curse. I'm just saying a little slip up, a hit, oh, shit, shot, five. Yeah, just a little slip up, not a blatant. Yeah. No, just a yeah. little, a little minor mistake that shouldn't end you. You feel me? Right. It's like the calling people derogatory names, like dog did during home runs. Yeah. Right. Right. Thank you, Nick Castellanos. Um, <laughs> well, I was just, I just wanted to ask you about that actually. So. With all of the Nick Castellanos uh, incidents that have happened, because uh, there have been several now, do you follow that? And do you find uh, joy in that? Do you? How do you look at that from a broadcasting standpoint, other than I hope that's never me? <laughs> uh, I, I guess the lesson for me is always be ready to pivot. Um, but also with it happening so many times, if you're announcing Nick Castellanos' games, you got to know at this point that something's going to happen when he comes to the plate and you start getting into a war story uh, or you're reading your apology card because you say something stupid. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I, I followed. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the, let me type out something serious in a tweet and then dot, dot, dot. And there's a deep drive into left. And I don't know if I'm going to be putting on the headset again. Hey, now see, shout out to me because you got to open your third eye. It's not when he comes to the plate. It's before he comes to the plate where you have to be ready. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, because by the time mm-hmm. he gets to the plate, it's already too late. Damn, I owe like two fives. It's already too late. It already happened. But yeah, it's before. He- I was thinking the same exact thing. I was thinking like, what kind of story are you going to be telling as he's walking up? As he's, you know knocking the the dirt off his cleats a little bit with the bat there as he's getting ready stepping into the box okay like what's going to be the store like do you have something prepared like for when you you know step into that spotlight because you know as we can tell you you're calling a lot of sports out there okay you know you're a man of many trades okay and you got the best analysts in your ear in the game okay obviously because you know connor onion is known now you're a national name number one podcast at 10 minutes on you onion is officially here all right but uh you know when it comes to this to to this like you know are you are you, do you have a story in mind that's that's funny that you said i i made it because i remember Amin said i think the day after they went on that 10 minute rant that uh espn and, and getting on there is great but he made it when we mentioned his name on the show and mm-hmm. 
I, I had an old coworker of mine say the exact same thing. He's like, man, everything you've done in your career is cool, but that's the coolest thing that's ever happened. And I was, I was like, I agree. I had nothing to do with it other than the name I was born with, but uh, you're right. But anyway, um, do I have the story planned out before a guy steps to the plate? Um, I, I would say it depends. It, it's kind of a feel of like, if the bases are loaded with nobody out, and the winning runs at the plate. I'm not going to tell a story about how Nick Castellanos was playing catch in the backyard with his grandpa as a kid. Um, but if it's 11 to three in the middle of June and nothing's going on, I'll probably say, you know, this situation dictates the story that he told me at the batting cage the other day. But if it is him, you also got to know he's about to hit a home run. So <laughs> that's where that's where the the story can get messed up a lot especially in baseball, like I'll, I'll come ready with maybe 20 layers to a story. There's, there's your onion slide in 20 layers to a story. Um, and maybe if the count goes full and he fouls off a couple of pitches, we'll tell like eight layers of that story. Um, it's, it's pretty rare unless it's, you know, the Vin Scully Bartolo Colon has a mule named Poncho or whatever he was talking about with the Dodgers. Um, it, it's pretty rare that you get to all those layers. So touching on minor league baseball, what are your top five minor league baseball team names? Oh, trash pandas, the rocket city trash pandas. Yes. Pandas. Um, her, the tough, tough look for their fireworks display. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, rocket city trash pandas. Um, man. I should have this. There, there's so many that are popping into my mind. Um, I, I'm biased to this one because I worked for them, but the Kane County Cougars, I like the alliteration there. They're the Diamondbacks affiliate that I worked for for two years. Um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, the Quad Cities River Bandits, that was the first team I worked for. That's that's a raccoon, and I think it was it – was, Ironic that I worked for them first because I'm terrified of raccoons. Um, so that's that's one close to my heart. <laughs> and Quad uh, City DJs, salute to them. Technotronic, right? That's a <laughs> pump up the jam. There you go. Hits. Hits. Should Sorry, be. Continue. Should be. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the Yard Goats and the Iron Picks, I'd say, are four and five. The Hartford Yard Goats and the Lehigh Valley Iron Picks. They should probably be higher on my list, but I was, I was biased toward the teams that I worked for. No, as you should be. Yeah, that works you know, for me. You know your personnel, young Conzi over here. Okay. Um, we're uh, Pac, uh, our good friend Pac has another question for you right now. Yeah, what you say your Instagram name was that the haters tried to back you off of? Young Keezy, Young Little Wee. What you say it was? Yeah, young Conzi. All right, now Young Conzi. I want to know how many rap battles you've been in. How many did you win? And what was your best bar? Because somebody with the name like Young Kazi has been in a rap battle before, bro. You're not about to play me. Absolutely. I, I have, but I'm not going to tell you my best bar in case we get into a rap battle on this call. <laughs> <laughs> Young Kazi in the house, bro. Hey, all right. Hey, that's enough right there. You ain't even got to answer no more, dog. No doubt, bro. Hey, Young Kazi. Hey, we gonna have to do a track. Me, you, Flem. You know what I mean? We gonna mm -hmm. link a couple other characters, maybe little Yeti in the house. You know, we gonna yeah, we gonna. Do it's something. a future Suey winner right there. Absolutely, I'm in. I'm in. The uh, the Yo Mama battles were pretty big. 
when uh, when I was in grade school. That was that oh. was the thing. I think that show was on MTV at that point. Yeah. So, so you was in school killing off them and just going. Yeah, I I took out all my frustration on people telling me onion jokes with yo mama jokes. What color was your first do rag? <laughs> Whatever one you sent me to mail. That, that was- <laughs> Hey, he's a professional. Look, he had, yeah, that's such a good question. What color was your durag? <laughs> uh, so, Jeanette wanted to, our, our good friend Jeanette, who had sent us some questions. One that she sent us earlier was if you could try to work some show phrases into some of your your broadcast calls. But now I just feel like we have to get you to work in. This is Young Conzi with ESPN. You know, maybe if you're feeling like letting the nation know a little bit that young Conzi's here to to fill them in on some football, perhaps some water polo, maybe some more gymnastics. What? How do you feel about that? I'm in. I'm in. Maybe I'll drop a drop a bar for Stupak if they're playing a little. If if they're dropping a little something coming out of break, you know, sometimes we do promos yes. and we play music under underneath it. Maybe maybe this Friday during my game, I'll I'll introduce my alter ego, Young Conzi. Oh man! Hey. Oh my gosh! Please. We're going to have to get you on the big show. Hey, bro, listen. You're on your way to the big time, all right? Are you willing to say penis on TV? Salute Chris Whittingham. I'd rather swear than say that, I think. Have you heard Chris Whittingham's call? I don't, I don't think I could get through it without laughing before I say that. But... Uh, Crit, what my wife said. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> Chris, Chris Whittingham did that? Yes, in a, in a soccer game, he went uh, to be more he, atomically he went, correct. So he, he said, went on an, he, yeah, he had gone on a rant. Uh, uh, I want to say a few weeks before it happened, like it happened. He says that that broadcasters need to be anatomically correct and just say he got hit in the penis. And then when the opportunity presented itself for him during, a, I think it was an inner Miami game, correct? Yes. Or it was it was some soccer yeah and 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 opportunity presented himself and Chris Whittingham said he got hit in the penis said it yeah and, and he he manifested. might regret it now might regret it after the, the how it played out after not, not 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 so much with like getting in trouble just you know the man's the a trailblazer people, yeah but uh, think about it you know just just Google Chris Whittingham penis and you'll <laughs> uh, you'll find it yeah hey. If you drop a bar on this her street, you will be so much harder hotter than he was, bro, when he did that. Trust me, bro. If you drop a bar, then next bar you drop, you might throw a little shot at her street. You know what I mean? A little diss track. Hey, man, you on your way. We got like take an Machine Gun Kelly situation going on, me and Herb Street. You could for no, sure take bro, out you, you, you got to be Eminem in the situation, <laughs> not Machine Gun Kelly, buddy. I got that. I'll, 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 uh, I'll do my own version of Kill Shot on Friday for you. No, oh, no, no, no. Uh, okay, well, we have a we have a quick question that it's just been sweeping the nation. Also, um, what's more consistent at some of the places you since you travel the country? Obviously, you're going to be eating at little local spots here and there. What's more consistent, a grilled cheese or chicken tenders? Oh, chicken tenders! Wow, chicken tenders. Sometimes you get the real thin cheese. Uh, maybe the the bread's been over grilled. What about a dry tendy or even worse, a soggy tendy? I can, I can handle the soggy tendy. Um, and I mean, going to, going to stadiums, there's always ketchup or barbecue sauce. 
I've never run into that where it's too dry. Um, okay. I, I, I have, and it's, it's awful. Like, yeah, no, it sounds, like it sounds awful, but if, if you get to that, you just smother it in barbecue sauce, which is funny. I actually have barbecue sauce on my desk. Let's go. Do you have a shot glass right next to it too? And sometimes you just knock a little one back. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for, I know I got one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice barbecue shots. We all have a barbecue sauce shot. Uh, be, I'm, do you have any, I'm uh, straight do, out of the bottle barbecue sauce drinkers. So, uh, you know, I, I love a good barbecue sauce. Shout out to Eliz. Uh, she in, in the BBBBB podcast, salute to them being back. She will teach you how to make a terrific barbecue chicken meatball sandwich. I've made it now several times. Fantastic. If you could find the recipe, we'll try to get you the recipe here, Connor. Okay. okay? If you live, if you live your barbecue sauce, Schweitz, uh, do you have another question here for, for Connor? I think I'm good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How's Ohio state going to be this year? It's what, what everyone wants to know. Um, they'll, they'll probably make the college football playoff. Um, They'll probably play Alabama in the national championship game. And will people be bored by that? Yeah. You'll probably hear some of that. Yeah. It looks, looks like nod of the heads. Everybody's going to be bored by that. Um, yeah. Expected. Yeah. No, USC is going to storm in there. Trailblazers. This is their year. Yeah. Not even a, I'm not even a USC fan, but I, I, I predicted they're going to the playoff this year. So I got to, yeah. I got some fictional money on that. Listen, certain places are cursed. Oklahoma City is cursed for trading Harden. Michigan was cursed for neglecting the Fab Five. USC is cursed for not defending Reggie Bush. It's certain places that are cursed, bro, where your curse will not be lifted until you do the right thing. You feel me? And I don't necessarily know what you have to do to lift the curse, but the curse is there. Like, when they traded James Harden, Russell Westbrook or KD or Ibaka got hurt every year after that. And then, nah, then dog just get hurt. Chet just got hurt. They first, like, bro, it be curses out here where you got to just make things right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Don't get cursed. That's that's the, the you know, I think. Bad juju. Yeah, no bad was juju. It, wasn't USC juju. cursed with the whole OJ thing? No, bro. OJ don't have enough. See, you can't blame USC for OJ. I just been after oh, the fact. Yeah, yeah. You can't blame USC for OJ, bro. No, all gonna, the OJ stuff and Pete Carroll stuff. That's the curse. Mm-hmm. So I guess my final question, I was reading on your profile that you emulated uh, Sammy Sosa and Brett Favre in, the, in your backyard growing up. Uh, so I want to know what color Crocs you have. <laughs> same, same color as my do-rag. Right. <laughs> gangster, gangster. Uh, hey, uh, hey, bro, I know you want some battle raps. You're not about to lie. All right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well, well, thank you, Connor. It's, it's been great getting to know you. You've been honestly such a great sport, and, and you're fitting it, you know, here naturally. Okay, so we know. Talk to you tomorrow. Let's do it. Okay, awesome. Okay, uh, so on three, everybody, let's let's thank Connor for coming on our for on Lauer After Hours here. One, two, three. Thank, thank you, you Connor. you, Connor. Thank you, thank Connor. you, Connor. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Connor. Young Conzi in the house. Thank you. Mom. Young Conzi. Collar up like the Fonzie. Headband like the Fonzie. Young Conzi out. I'm Game winners out. like LeBronzi. There we go. Happy right. day, little Momzy. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. 